on demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. We're going to have a little bit more of a serious discussion now, which we did not plan on having today, but let's go for it. Uh, her, she called after the Baltimore top three today, uh, all because of what's going on right now with schools and vaccines. And right, right. So, so this week, Baltimore County Public Schools announced that all employees must provide proof of COVID vaccination before they start the fall semester or submit to weekly testing. And so now it's Baltimore County, Howard County, Montgomery, and Prince George's County has have also instated that same policy. Hi, Anonymous. Good morning. Good morning. All right, so what were you saying now? There's no way I'm getting back. Like, what's going on right now in these counties and with teachers, they're, they're trying to mandate either vaccination or, you know, frequent testing. Mm-hmm. Right. And I can't stand it. I think it's insane. I think this is so wrong. And, um, I mean, I've been a teacher for, for 15 years, and I'm waiting to see what they're going to do in my county because there's absolutely no way I'm getting vaccinated. And to inconvenience me to get tested frequently is, is also, it's just, it's wrong. It's insane. Parents keep, they'll call, they'll email, they'll message me. They want to know what I'm doing. And it's like, worry about your own body, worry about your own health, leave me alone. So I you- guess that they're concerned, but... It's not their business. And you're you're not vaccinated, I'm, no. obviously. Uh, and you feel like that's they they shouldn't even bring that up with you guys. Like it should not even be on the table. Like yeah, no, it's no one's business. What I do with my body is nobody's business. Jess, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like if you were if you were a parent, would you feel like you would want to know that the 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 COVID precautions that were being taken place inside the school? I think. I think that it's fair for there to be regular testing. That way teachers have an option. Um, But I don't, I would feel, um, I feel like it would be inappropriate to kind of cross that boundary to Facebook message a teacher asking for that personal information. I mean, I, again, again, I don't have kids, so it's, I'm trying to like just put myself in those shoes, right? But I'm just wondering, like, would I, I I think I would want to know. I would kind of want to know that like you, I would want to see your test results if you weren't vaccinated. And honestly, and I'm just, if I'm being completely honest, I don't know that I would feel comfortable with my kid in an unvaccinated teacher's room. If I'm being. homeschool your kid. I mean, I mean, should that be should that be what it is then? Like, if you don't feel comfortable with it, then you should just keep them home. Yeah, who who are other people to decide what someone they don't know live with or have to deal with does with their own body? Like, if you don't agree with what's going on, we live in a free country. Keep your kid at home, homeschool them, do whatever you want, but don't message me on Facebook or pick up the phone and call me and ask me what I'm doing. It's not their business, and your children will be fine. They're children. Parents, do you do you think that your kids' teachers' vaccination status is really any of your business? Like, do you want to know kind of what's going on in your kids' classroom, or do you feel like that's kind of off off limits? Um, phone numbers four ten five eight three. 1065. I'd love to know what you think about this. Hi, Mikkel. Well, good morning. Good, good morning. morning. I'm, about, I'm about to pull over because, <laughs> um, okay, listen. The pair, as a pair, I am a parent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's apparent to me that this anonymous needs to change her job mm. because parents, okay, look, teachers, nurses, all of those people are now front line people there is a global pandemic the pandemic the reason why we're now still thinking about doing this is 
specifically because of people like her mm-hmm. who do not want to get vaccinated, mm-hmm. who do not want to protect people. You know, this my body, my choice uh, um, um, stuff needs to stop. So she you, is. I'm sorry. You think when 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 kids are involved, it's kind of a different game then because and, and again, I I'm vaccinated. I choose to be vaccinated, but I also respect people's opinion of what you want to do. Uh, but like, I don't, let's just say I don't walk into a convenience store and say, I'm not going to shop here unless I know that everybody's vaccinated. You know, I don't, I don't ask the status of, of their, of their vaccine. Right. Exactly. That is okay. So therein lies the rub. The children need to go to school. Yeah. It was, you know, when, when the pandemic started and, you know, everything shut down, the teachers were complaining. They were complaining. Oh, I can't, I can't teach Tammy because Judy isn't, you know, Judy's naked father is in the back of my Zoom room. So, so, okay. you, don't, so you don't think the weekly COVID tests are beneficial okay. then? Okay. As far as that goes, mm-hmm. I, if somebody is not vaccinated, then yes, they do need to be tested. Okay. That is a, that is a you know, that if, if you decide you do not want to help humanity, then you're um, responsibility is to get weekly tested, especially if you are around children. And her anonymous thing was she didn't even want to go that far. Right. Yeah. She didn't want. She did not want to be test to be bothered with testing. Yeah. She's kind of like, listen. Come on. It's it's like it's like one of those things where she's if you missed her original call, she was kind of like it's 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 like I'm I'm here, I'm safe, don't worry about it, I'll handle it. Mm-hmm. But the question is like as a parent, do you need to kind of know what's happening behind the scenes with your kid's teacher, right? Hi Teresa in Abingdon. Hey Teresa. Hi, how you doing? Doing well. Do you think I mean is your kid's teacher's vaccination status any of your business? Absolutely not. Explain. I mean, what what happened to HIPAA regulations? What happened to the rights under the Constitution? You know, back in the 80s, when HIV was out, they didn't randomly make everybody get tested. They didn't randomly make everybody get vaccinated. It was a huge thing in the um, in the LGBTQ community, and 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 they didn't automatically fire people or make them be tested because. They were the ones that were more likely to get AIDS or HIV. There's been pandemics in this world before, okay? And, I mean, HIPAA regulations say that no doctor or whatever is supposed to divulge your medical status. And I don't know why that and the Constitution just don't even come into play Well, anymore. I mean, to be fair, I mean, HIPAA law is for, for medical professionals only. Like, that's the only way you can say it's a HIPAA rule. Uh, but, I mean, I, I again, I see, like, for people that are choosing not to be vaccinated, like, I get where you're coming from. If, like, it, I mean, it, it, is, it is your choice, 100%. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that if you're not wanting to go through... The measures of, of of being you know vaccinated, then that you then do get tested, you know. But like the question then comes down to: like, is your kid's teacher's vaccination status any of your business? Who's this, Jess? Uh, this is Nicole in Baltimore. Hi, Nicole. Hello. Explain. So you you do think that it's important for you to know your kid's teacher's vaccination status? I do. So I have three kids. They're all in like preschool, elementary school. Um, and they're unable to get the vaccine. So the protection that is provided is the teachers getting vaccinated. That's another line of protection for my kids. Mm-hmm. So I do think I should be able to know 
the teacher's vaccination status, definitely. Would you change teachers if you knew that your kid's teacher wasn't vaccinated? Um, probably, yeah. Okay. Because um, that person is right there working with my child every single day, masks or not. They're touching my child. They're interacting with my child. Um, it's like having someone come into your home as like a daycare person or like a babysitter. I wouldn't bring them into my house if they weren't vaccinated, and I feel the same way about teachers. So, um, I know a lot of people get upset like, oh, well, they shouldn't know my vaccination status. But look, I'm sending my kids to school with a whole list of vaccines that they've had. You know their vaccination status of all the other vi- all the other things out there, so I don't see why it's that big of a deal. So would it make a difference to you if they were uh, have to, like, basically undergoing the weekly COVID? COVID test that still wouldn't matter you, you want your child in, in a different class um i don't think it does because the COVID. so there's the rapid and the pcr and the rapid i've seen negative rapids and then i've seen positive pcrs on the negative rapids mm-hmm. so unless they're waiting those full like 24 hours to 48 hours before they return it, it's really not helpful just to get a rapid test and then also when are they getting tested like so say they go out on sunday are they getting tested every Monday? Are they like their exposures change throughout the week? So I don't know. I just don't think a test is good enough for I, me. I think you know the one thing that, that you pointed out that other people haven't said yet is it's true. Like you have to prove vaccination of your kids before they go to school, right? So the fact that if that's why is it one okay from one side and not on the other? I get that too. I'm glad you had that point of view. Thank you so much for calling us. Ashley in Pasadena, do you do you think you should know your kids, teachers, vaccination status? Is that any of your business? Not any of my business whatsoever. Okay, explain. Um, I mean, teachers are, are people. We're not expecting it of anybody else. Um, I don't feel that it's anybody's business what their medical choices are. I mean, if we're going to ask for vaccination status, why not go further and ask? You know, if they have any STDs or anything like that, because things like that put people at risk as well. I mean, there's no, I mean, where's it going to stop? Okay. I mean, ultimately, we're just, it's just causing more segregation, more arguments, more hate. It's got to stop. All right. Fair enough. Thank you so much for calling us. Thank you. Thank you. 410-583-1065. Robert in Baltimore, do you think that um, it, it, your, your kid's teacher's vaccination status, is it any of your business? Uh, I believe it definitely is. I mean, uh, do we not still have to bring uh, vaccination cards, like flu shots, things like that, when we have to, you know, attend schools and know that? So. What's the difference, you know, what holds the teachers, you know, above that standard as well? I, I wondered, though, too, I mean, I think that's a really good point is that, you know, we, we ask, and this, uh, another caller brought it up. Yeah, like, like you know, parents are asked, are, are basically required to say, if you're going to come here, you need to have these vaccines for your kids. And right. the school needs to know that. So then why not have it the other way to where you kind of know what your teachers or your employees are doing, too, right? Right, right. And to say that, uh, you know, then homeschool your kids, you know, that's just that's just not right. Neither we, our kids need to socialize. We need to know how to be around other people, how to act. And uh, I believe, uh, you know, asking them to either get tested or to at least be vaccinated to be around our children is a small thing to ask to keep our children safe. So do you think the testing would be uh, sufficient enough for you or you still would want to know vaccination status of teachers? Uh, as far as the testing goes, I agree with what you were saying earlier as far as, I mean, by the time you know you have it, 
now you've got to quarantine the whole building or the classroom or, or you know, uh, kids have got to get sent home until they know that they're not infected, you know, or anything like that with the virus. And, and I just don't want it to get to where we're getting segregated schools to where it's like, oh, you know, these, you know this school is unmasked, this school is masked because they don't get the sports. You know, who's going to play what? You know, because now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel that. I get it. I'm glad you called, man. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. 410-583-1065. We're just asking the question, like, do you, is it is it really important for you to know your kids' teachers' vaccination status? Tracy from Centerville, do you think, I mean, is it important for you to know your kids' vaccinate your kids' teachers' vaccination status? Well, what I want to say about that is I think that people, there's so much information out there that is or misinformation, you know, I don't think anybody really knows exactly how to handle this. Mm-hmm. But what I keep hearing on the radio this morning is anger and people, you know, pitted the vaccinated against the unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, we're in a time where we really all need to pull together True. and work True. together on this thing. Yeah. And, you know, I think vaccinated people and to be very honest with you, I just gave in. I just got my first vaccination on Monday. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it wasn't really something that I wanted to do. But, you know, if if there is an opportunity, because I have a very dear friend that just got COVID mm-hmm. and almost died from it. Mm-hmm. And it was very, very scary. Right. And if there's an opportunity that this vaccine will work, then I'm going to... You know, I, I gave in and, well, and, and, and do my part. But, I think this is a know. lovely way to wrap this segment up because it's true. Like, we don't need to be side versus side. It's more of like, hey, let me let me hear what you have to say. Let's see what I have to say. And let's, let's see if we can come together versus being like, I'm stuck on my side. You're stuck on your side. And that's it. That's a great right. way to end it. Thank you so much for calling and- us. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. What's going on, everybody? Happy halfway through the week. That's cool, right? Mm-hmm. Morning, Jess. Good morning. Good morning, 6 o'clock club. You want to shoot us a text? 410-583-1065. We just want to know who's up. We call you the 6 o'clock club, and y'all have the most loyal, amazing group of people. And I can't wait as we get more settled here mm-hmm. to like really grow this thing. And, and I'm not talking and like, do something together. I'm not even saying like grow it like people wise. I'm talking about like grow the things that we can do together. Yeah, yeah. like getting out and doing things, do some, like, some fundraising stuff and some feel good stuff. And I'm excited about it. So thank you for being a part of it. 410-583-1065. Let's give you a shout out on the radio this morning. Carrie is so very good morning. Darren, the flight attendant, beautiful Beverly, sexy Dan, Chuck E, Hope Adobe, delightful Debbie, our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, Queen Pam, Sarah and Stu, Lori, good morning. Good morning, Yvonne, Mr. W. Hello, Jim at USCG, Losa Male Nurse. Good morning, Danielle at Kindercare in Columbia. Uh, who else is up with us? Uh, LG, the sassy scientist. Good morning, the Brit. Uh, Terrence, good morning. Grace from White Marsh, Paul from Parkville, Juan and a million is checking in. Ivy, Jennifer from Glen Burnie, Joseph from Baltimore. Happy Wednesday. Um, our buddy Johnny E, whose name is actually John the Electrician, but we. Uh we it was, shortened it. It was a mouthful. Yeah. When we first started, it was too much. Mm-hmm. It was too much to handle. 
But I know he's over in Ocean City. He's been posting on Instagram. I think a lot of people are on vacation right now. Yeah, I know. Did you guys hit a vacation? Are you planning on it in August? Because I feel like everyone but Jess and I... I mean, we went we, a little early. We, we just got ahead of the game, you know? Yeah, I think we just took ours early because when we got back, it almost felt like everybody, all of our coworkers were taking vacation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all are going to Ocean City right now. So That's cool. Let us know. If you got a trip planned for the rest of this month, we need to know your attendance. <laughs> we're going to mark you out, and you better have a note of when you're going to be back because we miss you. And we just look at your Instagram and see what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what time it is, baby. It's halfway through the week. Time for Would You Rather Wednesday. Okay. And I don't know why we came up with this, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But we just, we give you a little mental decision to make. Two not so great options or two really hard to choose between options. And you got to pick which one you want. Okay. Mm -hmm. So would you rather be trapped for an hour in a room full of mosquitoes? Oh, ew. Or full of rats? Ew. (laughs) Why? Would you rather be trapped in a room you, for one hour? How do you come up with this? Is it full of mosquitoes? Your 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 lockdown room. Is it full of mosquitoes? Uh-huh. Or is it full of rats? It's mosquitoes for me. Explain. What do you mean explain? <laughs> rats are Does that terrifying. Need no explanation. There is no explanation there. It's mosquitoes. I don't know. You're, I don't know. Oh, you're wild, dude. I, okay. Like visualize both of them in your head for a second. The bite from the mosquito, it isn't as pain. Yeah, you're going to be scratching, but like you don't know how deep rat's teeth can go into your skin. I would say you've got a much better chance of a mosquito biting you than a rat. So I'm going with rat all day, every day. Ew. Put me in, I can feel the little feet going across my feet. Like, that's fine. Ew. That's fine. I ain't worried about it. So what would you rather? Would Have you, rather you be- seen the rats here, though? <laughs> Have you? Because <laughs> I feel like you haven't. Because I have. There's probably a room downtown right now full of rats. Oh um, would you rather be trapped in, for an hour in a room full of mosquitoes or a room full of rats? Good morning. Hello. 410-583-1065. And we want your rationale, too, of why. And I think Kramer hasn't seen a rats in Baltimore yet. But <laughs> I just don't think rats attack you. Like, right? when's the last time you were walking down the street when those rats, like, ran after you? I don't know, because I was too busy running. I didn't look behind me. <laughs> Um, so we got some answers here. Hope what Dope says rats because mosquitoes. She's uh, allergic to mosquitoes, so oh, there, well, there's that too. Yeah, I see that. Uh, rats for sure. I can't stand being itchy. Matt and Severn says a room full of mosquitoes easier to kill them. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, valid. Mo- Monica from Woodlawn says I choose mosquitoes because I can easily swat one trying to bite me. You can't just yeah. swat away rats. That's what I'm saying, you're Monica. Right, you're right. Okay. Uh, let's see. Faith in Violetville says definitely rats. They don't attack. That's what. So Faith is agreeing with you, Kramer. Yeah. Swanee from the Eastern Shore. Good morning, Anthony. Magic Mike. Drew H. Terrence says rats 100% because they're visible. Dan from okay. or Zach from Dundalk says rats because mosquitoes are guaranteed bites. Where with rats, you know, kind of a toss up. There. Sure, sure. Dante. Good morning, Deputy Chief 402. Holston, the nice guy. Melissa says mosquitoes as well. And Joe from Parkville. Good morning. 410-583-1065. Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. Number three. Several music festivals have announced new COVID protocols, including the Firefly Fe- um, Firefly Music Festival announcing this week. AEG Presents announced that the Delaware concert will require 
proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test within 72 hours of attending the festival. And the policy is in effect uh, for all AEG present venues, um, which also include the Rams Head Live downtown until no later than October 1st. This year's Firefly Music Festival is set for next month, September 23rd through the 26th. Also, there's a few updates uh, for the remainder of this year's AFRAM Festival in Baltimore. So due to weather, the bike party that was scheduled for today has been moved to next Thursday at Middle Branch Park. And there's a few other events that have been changed as well. And I posted a link that has the full list for you on our Facebook, Kramer and Jess Mix 106.5 Mornings. I think I was telling Jess this is actually about a different radio company that was requiring vaccines now. And I I think it's just going to be the normal. Either vaccines or like proof of negative COVID test, you know. I think Mm -hmm. that's just going to be be the norm, you know? Number two. Keebler is once again releasing its pumpkin spice fudge cookies. The flavor was first released back in 2015, a seasonal offering, and then was discontinued in 2018. And this year, it is coming back. The spiced cookies are drizzled with vanilla fudge in the iconic Keebler design, and then they're starting to roll out in grocery stores and retail stores right now. I don't like pumpkin spice, but for some reason, this year... There's something that's really, like, happy about that for me. You know? Like, I, I think... Because it's, it's a redo, because last year everything was put on hold. Maybe. Maybe, 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 maybe a I missed thankful. it. Maybe in a weird way I missed it. Yeah. You know? Good. Even though I would never buy any of it. Like, I've had a few pumpkin spice things. I'm like, ugh. But the fact that it's like... I don't know. It's it's almost like the Christmas season. You know, it just brings that nostalgia to you. Like, pumpkin spice. Oh, okay. The like, holidays feel different this year for sure. It's fall. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. cool. All right. Number one. Daniel Craig's kids will not be inheriting any of his money. The actor is planning on giving away all of his fortune since he finds inheritance, quote, distasteful. The 007 star has two daughters. Craig and his wife, Rachel, have a daughter together who will be three next month. And Daniel also has a 29-year-old daughter from a previous relationship. Uh, his current wife also has a 15-year-old son from her previous relationship as well. So he has a net worth reportedly of $160 million, <laughs> And he shared in a recent interview that he doesn't plan on dying a rich person because he said, quote, I don't want to leave great sums to the next generation. I think inheritance is quite distasteful. My philosophy is to get rid of it or give it away before you go. Thoughts on that? I mean... Like, if you're his kids, are you like, what? I'm like, well, damn. 160, you couldn't just drop me one of those mills? You know what I mean? Like, I don't need a lot of mills. I wonder, I mean, if he's going to give it to charity, you know, yeah. and like do some something fantastic and really helpful, you, you can't be mad at that. I don't have kids, but I feel like... I would definitely leave money to my children. Yeah. However, if I feel like he thinks it's distasteful is what he said. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have a hard time digesting that because I would want to make sure that my kids were okay. I knew if I, if I dropped them a couple of mil, like, they're fine, you mm-hmm. know? Like, they'll be fine. I'm, I'm sure he has a better plan for that money, I'm hoping yeah. so. Joseph from Baltimore said, rats, because once I stomp on a few of them, the rest will get the message. <laughs> I don't agree with Bro. that. I don't. I feel like they'll want to get revenge because what if you step on one of their homies and they're like, we're going to attack you because have you seen Ratatouille? You know what's so funny about y'all? Some of y'all is like you find a loophole in it. You do. I don't know. Like, I didn't say you could kill any of them, but y'all like, well, we'll just kill them all. Well, he's like, well, of course I would. Like, why wouldn't I? (laughs) Gen T in Northeast. Good morning, Don in the Eastern Shore. Hello. Uh, let's see. We got a, another vote for mosquitoes because they're easier to kill. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And that theory, if we're going to kill them, if it's going to be like a melee, then yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you go with the mosquitoes, right? All right. No more of this. I hate this. We done? Yeah. All right. Before we get to kid jokes, I want to give her some recognition. Queen of the day. Time for queen of the day. Jess, in your definition, what's a queen? 
I think the term queen is signifies empowerment, and I feel like women sometimes forget how beautiful, strong, and amazing and unique that they are. So when we get the chance, we like to highlight a queen of the day. Absolutely. We kind of scour the, the world to see like some awesome women doing awesome things, and this one happens to be in our own backyard. Yeah. An officer uh, in the police department in D.C. is being recognized for saving nine lives during her first year Dang. of working on the job. Patrol officer Taylor Brandit hit the ground running, saving the first victim just two weeks into her field training. And then she's gone on to save eight more. And commander of the MPD Academy Training, Ralph uh, Ennis, said even within the district, some people never get to do that. That's crazy. So one year, mm-hmm. Officer Taylor Brandt mm-hmm. saved nine people's lives. That's amazing. And somebody that definitely deserves to be recognized today. So, Officer Brandt, we salute you. Thank you for all you do down in D.C. And if you're sitting in your car right now, you're like, oh, a kid joke? Pshaw. No. I got this. Mm-mm. You think you're going four for four today, baby? Nah, you're probably not. No. And I used to punk Jess all the time because what we do is we ask your kids to call in to our kid joke hotline. It's just a voicemail. 855-KID-JOKE. 855-KID-JOKE. And tell us their funniest joke. I'm going to tell you, though, adults... You think you'd be able to knock these out? Yeah. So much harder than you think, right? They're creative and they're funny. Yeah. Also, I've never heard the majority of these before in my life. I always hope that Jess is able to do well in this game, but you never know. Right. So play along with us as we do Kid Jokes, 855-KID-JOKE. 855-KID-JOKE if you got a funny kid in the car right now. Here we go. I'm kid. I am four years old and I, and I, am, and I live in Perry. Oh, and what do you call a pirate's favorite restaurant? Jess, what do you what do you call it? a pirate's favorite, favorite restaurant? restaurant? Pirates, what arg. Do they, what do they do? Where do they go? Boats. Give me something. Like a. What do they eat? Where would they Where would they eat? Pirate's favorite restaurant. Three seconds. What do you got? Uh. You know, a, a ship or something. Okay, careful with that pee. Um, <laughs> show me. Arby's. 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 That was good. That's that's smart. I wouldn't even think to say that. Eight five five kid joke. My name is Connor. I'm ten years old, turning eleven, and I live in Severn, <laughs> Maryland, I think. And <laughs> why did the golfer wear two pairs of pants? I like, love that he said turning 11. Don't worry about where I'm where I live. He's like, by the I, way, think too. I'm in, I think I'm okay. Don't, don't worry know. about it. Uh, why did the golfer have two pairs of pants, Jess? Because he had a hole in one. Show me hole in one. Come on, baby. In case he got a hole in one. Yeah! 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 That's great. Good deduction there. Yes. 855-KID-JOKE. 855-KID-JOKE. What did the dinosaur put on her steak? What? What the dinosaur put on her steak? It's a, fe- it's a female one. I don't know. What that. did the dinosaur yeah. put on her, her steak? steak? Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Um, she put. Uh, I don't even know. What some th- of them are. That's definitely not the vegetarian one. Three seconds. T. Rex. What would they put? T. What would you put on your steak? A one. T. Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Let her tell me. Dino sauce. Dino sauce? 
dino sauce. You get what I'm saying? Dino sauce. That that's a tough one. That was, was hard. That was a doozy. I'll, I'll I will let you off that one because I even I get it. Okay, last one. Eight five five kid joke to get your kids on. My name is Jesse. I am age eight and I live in Baltimore. My joke is, what state makes the most soda? What state makes the most soda? What state makes the most soda? Don't go Googling statistics of how many soda plants are in each state. What kind of sodas do they they have? Uh, Pepsi, Which one? This one. Dr. Pepper. You should get this one. I should. This should be an easy last one to end this with. What state State makes the most most soda? Soda pop. (laughs) Wait, I don't even drink soda. This is hard. You don't have to drink soda to get this. I'm not asking for a taste test right now. What is it? Come on, give me an answer. You got to answer the last one. What state? What state? Minneapolis. Show me Minneapolis. Minnesota. Minnesota. Which Minneapolis is a city, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it's just the first thing that came to my brain. You're kind of right. Sometimes heroes come into your life, and you didn't even know. It's like an unexpected hero. Yeah. That kind of changes your whole mindset mm-hmm. on things. That like the day before, you didn't even know that person. Puts you in check almost. Unlikely heroes. And Jess has got two new ones that mm-hmm. she wants to tell us about today. So I ran into two little girls when I was at Disney World over the weekend. And the first one, she maybe was like eight. And we were in line to go onto the Avatar ride. Now, before I went on this Avatar ride, I had to watch it on YouTube. I had to see it. I had to see how it was made because I don't do well on rides that are not like it's a small world. You should know this about Jess. Before she'll do any kind of theme park activity, Mm -hmm. she has to go Google it. And watch it. And make sure I'm going to be okay. Yeah. So I don't freak out on the ride. But also, it kind of takes away from the fun of it, doesn't it? Because totally. you, there's no like surprises. No, like, I knew if I, I could mentally prepare myself. I'm like, okay, I am about to drop right now. And a whale is about to pop in front of me. Do not <laughs> freak out. Like, I need to do that. And so when we're about to go on this ride, I, I was like, I was getting scared. Yeah. And I see her and I'm like... Should she be on this ride? I was concerned for her. And she was just like having the time of her life. So I'm just like, what is wrong with me? So that was number one. And then number two, I was going on this like river rapid ride or whatever, like on the thing. Like, at Disney World? At Disney World and okay. Animal Kingdom where you're basically just in that like tire and you're on. Sure. It's like a very. Like a river ride, sure. Yeah, a river ride, super chill. Well, I think because these are all new rides for me and I don't know what to expect. <laughs> did, you, I, did you Google that one first too to see? I didn't Google. Wait, yes, I did. I did Google. I Googled that one in, in line when we were about okay. to get on it because I was kind of getting scared. <laughs> and so then we're on the ride and I now we're like kind of approaching before the drop and I'm freaking out. And then there is this four-year-old girl sitting next to me and she looks nothing else but just like having the best day of her life like her little feet are like swinging they can't even touch the bottom but she is just so excited to be there and were you having a meltdown at this point like inside i was like oh my i was i was scared because i didn't know what to expect and i was freaking myself out and then i look at her and she has a big smile on her face and she's having the best time ever and i'm just like i need to chill out I need to chill out in life. I need to stop freaking out so much. And beca- because I've, I am, I'm a lot better now at this point in my life, but I have always been scared of everything. Yeah. Always been scared. And so having those two different interactions with these little girls that were maybe four and maybe eight at the most, 
I was like, I need to chill. chill out. Like, if they can do this, then what's my problem, you right? What what's mean? the big issue here? Or even if it was scary, and even, even if it's bad, I need to cut out the anticipation because I'm wasting energy. Like, if it's bad, it's bad, but, like, I just shouldn't assume <laughs> that I'm going to melt down. I always, like, I give a lot of kids credit, too, and I think what happens when you're a kid, you don't know any better. Like, for example, now I, I get a little apprehensive. I used to be able to do roller coasters just fine, the rides, no problem. But now I'm like, if something were to happen to me, like, what would happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, before you're a kid, you don't think about that kind of stuff. You don't think about dropping 4,000 feet, you know, at, at high velocity because it's just like, whatever, I'm a kid. But it does, your perspective does change as you get older. What's really funny to me about the story, I didn't even know this about you, and I'm curious, can anybody come to Jess's defense really quick? And we got to move on, but, like, anybody watch theme park rides before they go on them? <laughs> Because you want to know exactly what's going to happen before you get on, like because you're scared, you know. I don't have you. I, I don't know anyone else that does that. Well, I mean, I I've always done that just because I like watching like amusement park rides, anyways. But yeah. I definitely have to watch them if I'm going to go on a ride. Anybody come to Jess's defense and say that's normal to do? Like, do you watch theme park rides? I don't. That's that just takes away everything from it, right? Anybody in Jess's corner, just really quick before we move on to Bay or not to Bay, uh, anybody watch theme park rides because you need to know if it's scary or not before you go on it. 410-583-1065. See if we get a call on that. Hi, Penny. Hello. Penny, you'll, you'll, watch, you'll watch rides before you'll go on them. I do. Ex- I YouTube them. Explain. Oh, me too. Mm-hmm. Explain. <laughs> I'm like Jess. I freak out. I want to make sure there's no drop. I don't like going too fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so when I go to Disney and there's a new ride, I always watch it on YouTube first. And see if you can handle it. Yep. Okay. And you've backed out of some before because you're like, that's too intense for me? Yep. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. Thank Just, you, Penny. I really appreciate you. You're welcome. You're not alone on this. 410-583-1065. Hey, Tori, good morning. Good morning. Do you watch theme park rides because you need to know if it's going to be scary or not? Um, it's a little bit of both. Partly, um, when I was getting used to roller coasters, I would watch the <laughs> video before just to make sure. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, I just needed to, like, make sure, or if it was, like, a launch coaster, like, can uh-huh. I handle it? Or sometimes with Disney rides, I just wanted to watch them before because with Disney, you're standing in line for, like, an hour. And okay. then two minutes of a ride. <laughs> That, that's true. So that's you were true. like, hey, if I'm going to stand here, I want to enjoy it a couple of different times. Yeah, or like, this better be good yeah. enough. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, so oh, you're saying you want to watch it and make sure it's worth the wait. Yeah, like, is it worth the wait? Like, is this really all the, what the hype is about? Got it. Um, and Got just, it. yeah, just to make sure, like, I'm not going to be completely freaked out or that I'm not going to feel sick afterwards. Yeah. Okay, okay, Valid. You, you and Jess are on the same page. Thank, Thank you, you so much sharing. for calling. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, you're welcome. Have a good day, guys. You too. All right, uh, let's get into this. It is our one of our favorite segments of the week because we get to eat food. Mm-hmm. And it is called To Bay or Not To Bay. To Bay or Not To Bay. That is the Maryland question. Old Bay's where it's at, right? Yes. And what's so bizarre is that Kramer and I are both from California, and we never, ever... Well, I'm from California, but he lived there for a while. Even in Georgia. Did you ever hear about Old Bay? I I have never heard about Old Bay until I moved to Maryland a year ago. And, like, it's first off, it's on everything Mm -hmm. here, right? 
Second off, you guys threw the theory out there, and you, you, you say it all the time. You're like, you can put Old Bay on anything. Anything. And it's delicious. Yeah. So this summer, what we've been doing is an Old Bay taste test segment where we take your theory of, you can put it on anything, it'll be good. And, yeah. And like, will it actually uphold, right? And over the last couple of weeks, we put Old Bay on, on a bunch of different things, We did right? s'mores. Which was that? That was to bay? That was, yeah, that yeah. was to bay. You liked it? Uh, pickles, which I loved. Watermelon, banana, which yeah. was good. Strawberry, The fruits good. were surprisingly... The, all the fruits have not disappointed. You were in, the right? The coffee uh, was a little questionable. Okay. Didn't know how I felt about that. Right. I, the vanilla ice cream I did not like. Spam two weeks ago. Spam was good. You were into it. So so it's to bay or not to bay. Jess actually puts it on popular foods that may you're not used to putting Old Bay on, and she'll mm-hmm. tell you, is it to bay or not to bay? Uh, today, though, this is about as Baltimore as we can get right now, I'm right? I'm so excited. What are we doing? We are doing burger cookies, and yeah. I have not tried these yet. Your first burger cookie ever. Okay. And I'm we're gonna put some so old bay on it. You go. It's a combo. You're going in pretty strong then, right? So for never having one before, burger cookie is a huge tradition here. Everybody in, in the city loves them. We understand. But can they uphold oh, if you were to add two Maryland favorites together? Mm-hmm. Will that actually work? So Jess is gonna pour a pretty solid. Um, what are you looking at? Calorie count? Well, no, I'm just like, so what is this exactly? It's like a sugar cookie and like, it's like fudge a short, on top. Yeah, it's a shortbread cookie with, yeah, with like fudge topping. In case Yummy. you don't know what a burger cookie is, you can kind okay. of picture it. And of course, you can always watch this video too on Instagram. We're at Kramer and Jess as she is baying up a burger cookie. Okay, there we go. And That's going a lot of old in. bay on there. It's a lot. You went solid. Here we All go. Right. <laughs> to Maryland? Um... Too much of a good thing. Your face just said it all, I think. So the fudge is so overpowering, and I love the fudge so much. I don't know if I like the Old Bay on top of that, though. I thought you would like it, because we've done chocolate in the past, and you've been okay mixing the two together. But this one, no? I don't know. Like, I just want to have the cookie. I don't want the Old Bay on it. So I'd say no. We just went to Maryland. We never thought we'd be able to do two Maryland. Was it wasn't too aggressive or anything. <laughs> Going for a second one? Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Okay. I don't like the cookie. The cookie is fantastic. Not to bay, though. No. You should not put Old Bay on burger cookies. And now you know, mm-hmm. and you don't have to do the hard work over here. Yeah. So that is to bay or not to bay. If you've got a recommendation of a food that you don't typically put Old Bay on, don't text us crab and seafood and popcorn. We, 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 we know. Because we already know that it's super yummy it's on good. those things. We're taking to the next level. What should we try Old Bay on and figure out? Is it to bay or not to bay? Text us, 410-583. This cookie is so good. <laughs> For hating it, you still are going in over No, here. I'm just eating it on the side that doesn't have oh, Old the, Bay the on it. not Old Bay sign. All right. Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess. Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation. Number three. Federal officials are extending uh, the requirement that all people on airline flights and public transportation will have to wear face masks into January. TSA was scheduled to enforce the rule until September 13th, but an agency spokesperson said that the mandate will be extended until January 18th. And the mask rule also applies to employees on planes and public transportation as well. 
Yeah, I think that would probably, I, I, I mean, I don't know. It depends on, what do we, Jess and I keep saying behind the scenes is like, it's kind of hard to tell how this will go, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even know that. I mean, honestly, I just assumed that that was just how it was going to be for a while. I didn't even know it was a, technically supposed to end next month. Right. So, you know, so I, January, if it changes, it changes. I don't know that I'll ever go back to not wearing a mask on a plane. I used to always, it was almost like a running thing where every time I'd travel, I'd get a cold, you know? So I'm like. Part of this is not too terrible for me, right? Mm-hmm. I never come back with a cold anymore. Number two. Fans who are planning to attend the Ravens opener in Las Vegas against the Raiders will need to be vaccinated. The Raiders announced this week that all fans will need to provide proof of COVID vaccination to attend games at their stadium this season. However, fans will not be required to wear a mask once inside. And the Raiders are the first team in the NFL to announce a vaccine no mask policy. And vaccinations will be available on site before games. Anyone who, who receives their first shot there um, will be admitted to the game. However, they will have to wear a mask until, until they become fully vaccinated. But fans attending games at the Ravens M&T Bank Stadium will not be required to be vaccinated to attend, but will need to wear a mask in all indoor locations. Mm, okay. Number one. So everybody has been talking about what's been going on with Lizzo. Lizzo broke down in tears this week on Instagram Live over the hateful and racist comments that she's been receiving since her rumors video featuring Cardi B was released. And several celebs came to Lizzo's defense, including Cardi B and now Facebook. Facebook is stepping in and has been deleting hateful comments directed at Lizzo from its social media platforms. And some trolls are even getting their accounts completely removed. Sources at Facebook say they've already removed a number of comments left on Lizzo's recent Facebook and Instagram posts. And they've also been and will continue removing accounts of users who continue breaking community guidelines around hate speech, harassment, and bullying. Yeah, I mean, just because they're celebrity doesn't mean that it's okay. You know? Like, that's not how this should work. Because if you're willing to make that comment to somebody you don't know, then it's like like in your brain. You know? Right. And she gets such a hard time. She really does. Like, I just don't know why people feel the need to comment on her body, her or anybody else's body. Like, you hear for the music or what? You, you hear, are you the, you know, all of a sudden you're the dictator of looks? Right. Like, what? So it's, it's, it's nice to see Facebook stepping in. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. Mm-hmm.